0: Bellum were born years apart, four years to be exact, rich, wavy, wine-red hair that reached their elbows, light caramel skin with peach blush and sparkling blue-gray eyes that looked watery with every slight crinkle of the eye. If the family had not checked their records of birth, one would think they were twins instead of cousins, but Bella and Bellum did not think of anything odd. Bella, we are mirrors. Mirrors. Yes, reflections of each other. It's like a person cut a human in half and two more grew from the slices. Bella giggled, her eyes looking glassy as she did so, which was another thing that was concerning to the family about the two. They were, for lack of a better word, special. From what they talked about to how they behaved and moved, the two were locked to each other and the odd behavior that colored their interactions. To the family, it was frightening, as it could be considered mesmerizing. It it began when they were young, and the lessons to the tutors required them to be disciplined. Bellum was there first, as his father wanted his skills to be as polished as the doll-like appearance he had. The tutor took the switch and smacked him against the leg, Bella being held by the maid so she would not run away when it was her turn. Instead, when she broke away, she ran to Bellum as the switch hit them both. Later... Bella looked at the woke from the side, her eyes welling up as she did. I didn't think it would hurt. You didn't? You didn't cry that much, so I didn't think it would hurt. You would cry for me, though, so why would I? It wasn't that much later that they began to see the lights. Flickering, colorful glimmers that seemed to dance for them to their glee. As children, the hopeful feeling bloomed when they saw the glimmers, as well as the natural, slow curiosity. He did not try to poke and prod the glimmers to try to find every answer, but instead would note anything new and report it to the other, talking to the staring at the glimmers as like one would stare at clouds on a, on a summer day. This would, however, have problems. What are you looking at, either of you? Bellam's father asked them one day. He had come into the children's quarters to specifically ask them this. Bella felt that there was something wrong with him. The quiet strong, acid scent that was coming off him and the off-colored blush hinting at an unnatural condition. It's a game, father, Bellum answered calmly. Bella turned to him from the lie, but said nothing. His father, however, must have felt the falsehood. Wonderful. Now, what were you looking at? Do you want to play, father? Do I want to play? The sudden smack left her without a voice to speak. I said... Tell me what you both were looking at. Now. But the hit had left them both without a voice to answer, even with him smacking them both. Later, their voiceless tears were all they could use against his lie on them when the nannies found the three. The cracks on the family and the two had begun to clearly show that day. Bella, what do you think clouds taste like? Clouds? Do you think they taste like air? But what does air taste like, Vellum? Bella asked, confused, as she tried to figure out the mystery laid out before them. Vellum had bandages wrapped on his body, markings of an accident he had from riding his horse. He was supposed to be in the men's wing as he had been moved there a few months earlier, and yet he was in the room with her, a glassy-eyed smile on his face. Bella did not believe that it was an accident that had him wrapped, just like she did not believe Bella when he claimed he had a fun way to test out the taste of air. She followed him quietly, frowning as she felt that there was something wrong with her mirror, her cousin, only when he threw himself into the pond, leaving her to scream for help did she understand. She wondered if it was the secrets of the lights that started it. A few years before, they had found that not all the lights glimmered and bounced, a few Solemn and pale, seemed to bob lifelessly before being taken away by a gust of wind. Following back to where they saw the pale lights, they found the hung, naked body of a nanny. It was not explained until later what they had saw, but for them, it was when they noticed the pale, lifeless lights and what that meant. The lights that had a coiling sweet taste that made one nauseous if accidentally swallowed. They did not repeat the experiment again after that. Or at least she thought that was all they wanted to know from the pale, sick lights. Either way, the more they tried to part them, the more she worried for Bellum. Thus she acted as well, to a point where they began to give her a tonic to calm her nerves. It was a vicious cycle, where the more they tried to part them due to Bellum's behavior, the more Bellum tried to cling to her, calling her sister dear instead of cousin, and the more to take the heat from Bellum's behavior did she act out, causing them to worry and try even harder. If she felt that Bellum would stay still, she would be happy to be calm and just a day's doll they wanted, but she knew that her acts were the only thing keeping Bellum alive. She could never explain why, but she knew that it was only a fact. Her family tried to explain to her the reason why she got a bit older, trying to tell her about how she was going to be going to a place only for girls. Now, the dream of every woman, which was to marry a good man and to have a wonderful family, Each word sounded hollow to her, but she did not say a thing against it. The only thing she did was cross her legs when they mentioned that they would begin husband hunting for her the second she bled. A wish snagged her head, that she would never bleed, giving her more time to go and see her bellum. She knew bellum was given words about the condition of her being marriageable, for as soon as they were in the same house one vacation, she found him in her room, staring at her underwear as he had lifted up the cover and the dress." not there good hide it for as long as you can i was going to good And mess up switching places we can't do that anymore can we he slowly patted her face no words from his lips and his hair hiding his eyes the lack of warmth made her ache as he left and she acted none the wiser as vowed She did hide it when it came. She was by herself usually after they were assured she took her tonic and it was easier now that she was in the house of strangers. Her parents could not wait and sold her off early to a family that needed a young wife to their son. Since she was not bleeding yet, they did not have a wedding and she was left mostly to herself like a ghost, allowing her to observe her period in the haze of sleeping mornings where she woke to see the damage done before washing and dressing herself, thus hiding the evidence." He had to admit, there was a fascination with the blood that ran down her legs. The thick, syrupy liquid and the textured, chunky bits made her wonder what it would taste like. The morbid mouth-watering was her amusement at her own oral fixation. Unbeknownst to them, many did not trust her during this time, calling her ill-tempered and insane, as if she was around on her own at miasma, causing her mind to falter. Her mind felt clearer. "'than before during these times. "'She wondered if it was the pain "'had anything to do with the sharpening her mind, "'or was it when she felt like putting on a show of pain "'they did not give her the tonic "'and fear what would happen to her "'under the stress of blood loss and medicine. Think worry alone was amusing enough. "'The rest of her amusement was her imagining "'how her body was breaking down on the inside "'to produce the steady red stream that was not dripping down her legs.' After she smeared the blood between her fingers and against her wrist like perfume or cream, she quickly washed off and got in dress to prepare for another day. She was caught off guard when she had spotted Bella eating with the others at the table that morning. Bella! Sister! Before she could get a look at him, he threw himself into her her face twisted into a shock that was viewable to all to see. They were thinking how she was happy to see her sibling, and while she was, she was more occupied mentally with how did Bellum get around their family to come and see her, much less be here at a table eating like there was nothing wrong with him. Like always, she linked her arms around Bellum, hugging him back and turn for a moment before they broke away, him sitting her beside him as they ate and the others watched their interaction. Through conversation, she discovered that he was to stay over to help her settle her things finally after the wedding. She was shocked that there was a wedding date and wondered which day did she not clean her bedding herself enough to tell or was it the mother of the family tired of waiting for her to ripen? Looking at him as he laughed and agreed, she wondered what was the other story and reason behind him coming here. She knew it would come tumbling out in the the coming days, thus she didn't push the only thing that was odd was they agreed to the odd request that he was allowed to be in the same bed as her until her wedding. It was understandable that they saw him as her sibling and thus was considered the safest thing to put in a room with her. She wondered how much longer would this hold until they learned of why they were separated. Bella, are those bleeding rags? I'm point hiding them now. Really? Yes, Bellum. That would explain why there's a wedding date now. She knew from how he was. He was going to come into her room one day and spy the red stained rags. Why she wished he found out a bit later. She knew he would eventually, and thus did not did nothing as he she took he took the bag and spied the contents before settling his eyes onto the next target of his expectation, which made her begin sighing. Come on, Bella, let me see it. She had to admit there was an unhealthy fascination within her. would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to one another of the stories of the Deluminate archives. I hope you have a wonderful day and your dreams are filled with nightmares. We will be seeing you soon.